Before we even get started, like, because some of the best conversation is like when we're just preparing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, those candid moments. Those candid moments. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes that's all. Yes. That's, that's the best part. That's the yeah, best agreed. part. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and I love it. I, I love it. I, I I'm also it. into the fashion glasses today. Those look really nice on your face. Oh, well, thank you. I have several. I just, I switched them off a lot. So I have like, oh, I don't have my pink ones here. So I have those. And then I have these orange ones. I'm very into the frames. Oh, yes. Do you have a go-to brand or do you just are just drawn to whatever looks like? Yeah, yeah. whatever looks good. I actually got these off of uh, Amazon. My girlfriend had a blue pair. I went and she and I, the blue pair have been sold out though. And so when I went and saw these, these are, I think they're called peepers or something off of Amazon. Oh, yes. Peepers are nice. Do you yeah. now are they for show or are they to help you read a little better? No, they either help me read a little better. I just need a little bit of help, just a little bit of help. Well, use your resources wisely. <laughs> I just need a little help. I um I'm just at a one. And yeah, and I saw these at a event that I went. Orange is my mm. favorite color. And so yes. Anything orange. But yeah, I, I just need a little, a little help, a little assistance as I crossed over into that 50, you know, that 50 age That's bracket. Fine, the rest of you would not give 50 away. So, <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Sean. Hey, hey, hey. I'm super excited. It's your girl, Georgette, aka The Preaker. And I am super excited for another episode of Praying and Preaking. And I have in the building today... I'm so excited. I know I say that all the time, but I am like, I'm truly excited every time I sit down and speak with someone. So in the building today, I have Amy Getz and she, we actually met like, I don't even know, it was a month or so ago, two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, If that. And so I tell you, God is always so good. and, And he connects me, has been connecting me with people and affording me the opportunity to sit down with people and Amy and I met at a networking event and we were in the room together and we were just talking and we just connected like our spirits just connected our, our minds. Like, and we, I just invited her like, Hey, I want you to come and sit on my podcast, like come and talk to me. And she was like, I would love to. And so I'm like, yes. And so I am super excited that you are here. I am going to, um, let me, let me back. I always get excited. Like, ah, and start going, let me, (laughs) I know, I know it's like so amazing how he always connects me with people that are just as excited as I am. And so she is a genius at what she does, but I'm going to go ahead and, and get in a word of prayer. And then Amy, I always allow my guests to say whatever, who can introduce you and, and tell 
better than yourself. And so just whatever you want to share with the people, whatever you want them to know about who you are, what you do, what your genius is. And then we're going to go ahead and get into this, but I'm going to go ahead and say a quick word of prayer. Next voice you hear will be Amy. So dear heavenly father, Lord, we just come right now First and foremost, God, just thanking you, Lord God, for this day, thanking you for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly, Father God, for each and every person that you continue to send, Father God. And I thank you right now for Amy. I thank you for the time that she has carved out to spend and chit chat with me, Lord God. Lord, may her family be blessed, Lord God, her business, Lord God, everything that she puts her heart, her mind in her hands too, Lord God. May it be blessed, Lord God. Lord, thank you for her uh, coming today, Father God. Lord, we just ask that now we just have a time of laughter, Father God, a time of relationship, Lord God, a time to help one person along the way, Lord God. If we just help one, Father God, with some knowledge, some nuggets, some wisdom, Father God, we will be excited and well-pleased. So we thank you. We honor you in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So amen. Amen and amen. So go ahead, Amy. What 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 you want the peoples to know about about Amy? Who you are? What you do? Like whatever you want to share, I, I leave it up uh, to you. Thank you. And I love that you open with prayer. I always like to you know ask that the words that I say are useful to people that I'm speaking to the audience and that I can share something that they need and want to hear. So I love that we called in the heavens for that as well. But yes, I'm Amy Getz and I am here because God handed my job to me on a beautiful silver platter and I said yes. So we briefly had chatted about it um, when we did our connection, but I am a CPA by trade. I did accounting and then I was a stay-at-home mom for well over a decade and I and my husband made the decision to choose a financial advisor to work with. And so IRC Wealth was a referral to us. And so for over a decade, my husband and I have been working our own financial plan. And so a few years ago, the CEO reached out to me and said, I need someone to do accounting for my clients. And I was that mom who was on the PTA and the Girl Scout leader and the Boy Scout leader and all the volunteers. <laughs> so my kids were getting older and I had a little more time and I said, yes. It was just going to be a little part-time gig at home. Well, then I guess I did all right because he reached out to me um, at the beginning, I think, of 2019 and said, you can do what I do. So he had faith in me and saw something in me that I didn't know. And I took a chance and said yes and have realized this is honestly probably my true calling and what I'd been waiting for my whole life because... I not only walk the talk the talk, I walk the walk. Like what I talk about is how I live my life. I'm so in alignment with my purpose and what I do and who I serve. And so, yeah, I grew up very, um, very average. You know, we always had just enough. My first job, I like to tell people, I used to be ashamed of it. I cleaned houses. I cleaned people's houses and did their laundry. And I rode my bike there because I was like 15 and couldn't drive. And you know, when I wanted extra money, I had to earn it. And so I can speak from a place of truly understanding what it is to have to work hard for what you want or in, in the mindset of working hard and recognizing that everyone deserves to be wealthy. Everyone can be wealthy. 
And the biggest obstacle to getting there is your mindset. And I think that's kind of where I've mastered um, things is my mindset because now, and I think as women, it's often difficult to speak in the truth and talk about money, but you know what? I'm a hundred percent debt free, including my home. My children's college is paid for. I have multiple seven figures invested and it was because I have done simple steps to get there and everyone can do that. From a girl who was cleaning houses, riding her bike, you know, to someone who feels like they're on the other side and able to share those gifts with people. There's just a few things and mindset shifts that you have to do and believe it and, you know, speak it into existence and it can happen. And who I really love to lift up and work with are women, because I truly believe wealthy women change the world. Women love to give back. Women love to lift those around them up. And so money in the hands of women truly changes the world. And I want women to start owning that worth, recognizing that worth and, and, and stepping into that power because that's how we're going to change this world. Mm. Okay, podcast is over. <laughs> and done. <laughs> Drop the mic. Boom. Like, I don't even have any, like, I'm so, I was just sitting here like, what? what? Like, that is, yeah, seriously. Like, that's it right there in a nutshell. See, that's why we connected. Like, I mean, yes. from the very beginning. And, and, and it's just so amazing. I mean, I just love it. And I know that. God brought us together for something. I don't know what it is yet, but if even if it's just for this podcast right here, right now, but I know that there will be more. And I just, I love the heart. Like I, 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 I literally, guys, we said we just met maybe a month or so ago, but I just love her heart. I love how when we even talked and, and she was like, how can I help you? You know, we were in this networking and we were just trying to figure out how we could help each other and just for those few minutes that we were in the room together, just really trying to empower one another, encourage one another, even just through words, like even, and so I thank you for that. And I know that other people that you come in contact with, like that they truly see your heart and and see how much you enjoy what you do and how important it is that we as women do become um, powerful in our gifts and our purpose and with our money. And so it's amazing. And, and as we were talking the last time, so after the networking and I told Amy, I wanted to come on, I was like, let's just have a chit chat conversation. Like literally that could have been the podcast too, because it was so good that one. And I was taking notes. And, and so as I was going back over and preparing, it was like, okay, what, what is going to be the topic? Like, what are we going to talk about? And something that you said, um, and you've even made reference to it right now, something that you said that really stuck out with me, you know, after you were a stay at home mom and just, you know, had the opportunity to do that, you said, okay, what is my next chapter? Like, and how to say yes. And so that's the topic today that I want to kind of dive into. And I have some questions, but we'll see where it goes because who knows? Like I'm open and I just let it go where it goes because I literally let God lead me. Like I, I, I just came up with these questions maybe like an hour before we started because I'm always like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And so, but it always I'm ready. Falls. I love yes. it. I trust. I trust. Exactly. And it always falls into place. So, but the next chapter and how to say yes. And so like, why, why was that so important to you when you hear that in like, what did that truly mean, like, for you? 
because I think a lot of women don't know how to say yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or, or we say yes to all the things that we should be saying no to. Mm. A no to something is a yes to something else or a yes to something is a no to something else. So we really mm -hmm. need to get an alignment with what, I mean, and it, it sounds a little simple, but I'm to the point in my life where if it doesn't bring me money or joy, I'm out. I'm out because life is short and we need to be living in alignment. We need to be living in our truth and what brings us joy. What is a passion for us? And I will often say, even in your, even in your downtime, if your work isn't currently what brings you the most passion, then what you need to be doing is spending time in something outside of work that feeds that for you. And eventually opportunities open up eventually it will become to where what is your joy and passion starts to line up. But you have to believe it before you see it. You have to believe it before you receive it because that's mm. putting you in the space for when the magic happens. And so I felt like for years I lived for my children. And, and, and I, I'm candidly saying I sort of lost myself in mm. their roles, right, in doing for them. And they were growing up and I was starting to wonder who I was again. And I'd always felt really self-assured in what I was and my purpose and my life. And I started to doubt my worth. I started to doubt mm. what it is that I was put here to do. And I think as women, oftentimes we start to serve everyone but ourself and it's not to say that that isn't a wonderful space to spend some of your time, but you can't spend all of your time serving the needs of others. We really have to take care of ourselves. And I've said before, personal finance to me is self-care. Really mm -hmm. sitting down and understanding your numbers and being comfortable with it is a form of self-care. And it doesn't have to be drudgery. We can make it fun. We can make positive mm -hmm. associations with it. I think so often people have this mindset of money being such a taboo topic or money being a stressful topic. And, you know, I want to sit and honor that it can be. But again, that's a mindset. You can choose to look at it as stressful or negative, or you can make the choice. And it sounds so simple, but it really is. You can make the choice to say, I'm going to honor this. I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to get to know this. I'm going to circle in it and start to realize you know, it's like the monster under the bed. We build it up to be so huge in our head. And then guess what? You turn on the light and you look under the bed and nothing's there that's scary. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how I like to encourage people to look at personal finance if they don't currently have a relationship with it. It's like the monster under the bed that's not so scary. You start to sit with it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I love that analogy about the monster under the bed because <laughs> we can right? all we can all relate to that. Like, I mean, it's so true. Like, and it's amazing. And, and so it's elemental, that, right? It's not yeah. that complicated, but we create such a story in our head. And that's the message that I'm trying to get through. Is mm -hmm. it's not all that complicated. Yeah. We just like to feel it's that way. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's like fear, you know, fear of doing anything. Like we make mm -hmm. it so, and then when we do it, then we're like, what was I afraid of? Like that. I'm going to waste all my time worrying. <laughs> 
Right. Like, what was that all about? Like, oh my goodness, it was so easy. And then we go on to the next thing. And I think it's just our memory. Like, we forget we need, yeah. you know, my sister. It's our ego, right? Intending to keep us safe. New things mm -hmm. are scary. So our ego is always trying to push back into place. Like, no, 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 no. Stay safe. Stay here. Stay in that comfort zone. You don't want to do anything that's going to be scary or, you know, get those emotions flowing. But really, mm -hmm. where does the magic happen? Outside of your comfort zone, right? Yes. I say that all the time. We have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Like, it's so true. So, like... I feel like that's where I'm living, right, these I'm days. Not... Like, my brain's always on fire. And I, you know, but I'm like, that's okay. It's preventing Alzheimer's because my brain is always like, oh, there's something new, something different. So good. <laughs> Sit in it. Enjoy. Yes. Yes. I love that because yeah. that's what I say. Ignite her is so good. I'm glad to know, like, that's a good place to be. I mean, I know it is, but it's... It's good to hear someone else confirm that. And so yes. we should be always on fire, like always stretching our, our faith and our minds and mm. everything. So because that's just where you want to be. And um, yeah, I learned that more and more every day. And we were kind of talking about that a little bit before you came on, like how short life is and we just don't know. And so we have to be there and, and, and willing to do it. And it hurts. Like, you know, I always say, Sometimes. yes, like stretching those muscles, like that's stretching hurts. It does. Like, yes. you don't want, then eventually you don't want to it starts to feel good. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, it starts to feel good. It starts to feel good. So, and, and, and with saying that, so how do, you know, how do we learn and prepare to start saying yes, because it does hurt. So how do we, make the preparation to just get in there, get it, get in there, get in that stretch and just, you know, I think this is a really good question. And my answer is, um, start to look at your belief structure. And I, I mean that in a variety of ways, your beliefs around finance, your beliefs around relationships, around faith, and really decide if they're your own or if they're adopted behaviors, maybe mm. from your parents, maybe from the important figures in your life at work and at home and start to question those belief structures. You know, I can speak deeply to personal finance, but most of the beliefs that people hold are from language they heard in their childhood and from the modeling of their parents and important figures. And oftentimes when you really sit down and start to look at them, you recognize that maybe they aren't the beliefs that you really hold. It's just the ones that you've adopted because it's what you've seen and heard. And so I would say start to question mm. everything in your life. Start to question why you're doing things. Why are you saying yes? If it's not a hell yes, then don't do it. Why are you saying no? Because it's uncomfortable because you're worried what someone else is going to think, but you know, your body's being called that direction. I think it's so much of it is almost like waking up like that spiritual awakening, if you will. It's like looking at the why and, and sitting with that. And that can be painful and that can be sitting quietly. There's nothing harder for most people than sitting quietly with themselves. <laughs> Me included. I am having to teach myself that. And honestly, this is going to sound so, you know, new age, but journaling, writing down, writing down those thoughts, 
asking those questions to yourself. Why do I believe that it has to be hard to be wealthy? Why do I believe mm. that being wealthy feels like it's greedy? Why do I believe that if I have more, someone else has less? Does that really even make sense? There's no pie in the sky. There's no division of where if I get a bigger slice then you get a smaller slice, like really start to say, is this true? Is this really reality? Is this a hundred percent true? It's not most of the time. If we want to talk about hard work, how about the people out in the dead of summer, black topping our roads, putting roofs on our house? You want to talk about hard work? Are those the highest paid people? No, they're not. So it's not really your hard work equals wealth, right? Mm. Lifting that belief and saying, is this really true? No. No, everyone has the same 24 hours in a day. So it's not about the effort so much as it is about the mindset and start to look at your mindset. I know I'm speaking to finance, but then move on from there. You sort of get a handle on one area, right? And then you you start to extend it. And I'll tell you, it's a lot easier not to do these things, right? Sometimes I look around and think, why am I making every why am I making everything so complicated? And in the end, I'm not. I'm just going through it, not over it, under it, and around it. I'm actually sort of facing everything and questioning everything, recognizing where am I truly in alignment and where am I out? And saying yes um, to the opportunities and saying no to things that aren't for my highest good right now. And even though some of them are good things, right? Do you know how often I get asked to, you know, volunteer or how often I get asked to do this or that? It's not to say that you're saying no to only things that are terrible. You can say no to things that actually are really good to open space for things that are even better. Mm. Man, that was, that was good. <laughs> I'm saying flatter me. Like, I I'll take it. No, that's so good because everything you said, like I am a big, big proponent for journaling. Like people know that. Like I even created a journal, like a prayer journal, like, and it's so important. I say it all the time. And it's not, you know, just because I created this journal, I want people to buy it. Like it's more than that. Like it's yeah. so it's so much more to it, you know, when we are in these spaces. And like you said, and it's time to start asking ourselves those hard questions and those things. And it is like, it's so uncomfortable because we, like you said, it's just easier to avoid it. And that's 100%. where the growth comes in. That's where, you know, the change comes in. And, and it's, you know, I always say like with change, it's a challenge. Like you have to challenge yourself. You have to stretch yourself. And it's so good to, to be able to journal those things. So then even if you don't have the answer right then and there, like that you're able to go back and just kind of reflect on those things. And it's so important that that we do that. And so I love that you said that. And we didn't even, we, she didn't even know, like, she doesn't even know that I have a journey. <laughs> I know. Until, we didn't talk about that, but you know, as they say, new level, new devil, mm. you know? So as you level up, you really have to recognize that you're, I think people think like, you're going to get to the end of the journey and everything is going to be perfect. Okay. Well, here's a 
pro tip, the journey is forever. You're going to, you're, you're going to get to a spot and then what seemed difficult seems easier. But then again, you're going to level up from there. You're always going to be sitting in and learning more about yourself. And, and it's like, when you start to recognize and appreciate and get excited about what's next, instead of dreading and thinking, when am I ever going to be done? Cause I've sat in that space too. Like, when is the, when am I ever going to be done? When am I going to, you know, feel like I got it. Okay. Well, you're going to get it in certain areas and then you're going to recognize there's work to be done in others. And then there's going to be the ability to help and teach others. And that's always going to continue to evolve. So look at it as that like personal evolution and recognize that what a gift, what a beautiful gift that we can Mm -hmm. cognitively go there, that we can level up, that we can sit in this space and be able to make positive change. Like what a beautiful gift. So Mm -hmm. Get excited. Get some joy. Do do it. Yeah. I love it. Like, it's so, I'm telling y'all. Some days suck. Okay. Like, get that too. Like, I honor that some days suck. You know, you've got a season. I think we talked about in one week, a couple weeks ago, I moved my oldest to college. I moved my middle son to college and my baby got her driver's license. And I'm like looking around at these echoey walls. Like, where are my people? (laughs) That was hard. I was like, you know, but then I have to go, okay, well, they're, they're growing up. They're becoming independent. Wasn't this the goal for them to like, you know, bloom and create their own lives and, you know, be able and, and still connect and, so listen, sometimes we sit in the suck. That's okay. But that allows you to realize. <laughs> it allows you to realize like you can't spend all your time there because that is miserable. Sit there, yeah. sit in it, you know, journal about it, meditate on it, put your feet on the ground and get in nature and breathe. Hmm. This too shall pass. Yeah. I love that. She says, sit in the suck. Wow. that That's good. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't want people to think like it's all easy or great or like I've got it or you, we've got it figured out. No, this is a constant evolution. It's just being able to pull yourself out of it a little bit faster, maybe, or recognize you have the tools, now use them. And we can all turn into big fat babies and like not use any of our tools temporarily. But then, you know, Mm -hmm. it comes around and you have an accountability partner like you and I, or, you know, some friends that are like, okay all right, now it's time to move on, you know, come on. Yeah. yeah. It's so important. Yeah. You got to have that tribe around. Well, you. Like, all right, girl. Make sure right. you're in community. We aren't meant to do this life alone. Right. Like that's another thing is make sure you have, what do they say? You're the, you know, some of the top five people in your life. And I think you really kind of do need to look at like where your community is and where you're expanding and to recognize that in this day and age of 2021, you and I may not meet for years, but I can still love and care for you and lift you up and hold you accountable. And don't think it has to be your, you know, the person down the street or somebody that you can only meet for coffee. Like you can have deep, you know, connected relationships with people online that you've met in these situations and feel really connected to. And I know that my mom is like, wait, what? You know, that generation's like, huh? But I have some really, really good friends that I have met from networking, right? From social media that are just amazing humans and lift me up and make my world better. 
So get in some communities where you are being elevated. I always like to think of the Sunday school lesson. I'll never forget it. And we were, I was little, like, you know, I'm not elementary school, younger, close to that. And I remember the teacher had someone get up in a chair and he said, okay, now pull your friend up in the chair with you. And that's really, really difficult to pull someone up onto a chair with you. And then he said to the friend on the floor, now pull them down. And you know how easy it is to pull someone off a chair? It's so much harder to pull someone up. So you really need to be looking at your circle and recognizing that can you, it's, it's so much easier to be pulled down. So make sure you're not in a space where people are going to be tempting you to go in a, in a negative direction. Right. Mm. So make sure that your relationships are serving your highest good. Make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that want the best for you and themselves. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, use it. I'm going to use that, I give that um, to you today. <laughs> yes, thank you. Cause I always do like icebreakers and stuff when I have events. And so like, I love that. And people that like works. visuals. I, you know, I find yes. that I learn well when I can have like the monster under the bed reference or, you know, yes. the chair under when you can kind of put that visual to it, it makes it so that it seems more um, available to everyone to really, you know, dig in and understand. Yeah. Remember, we're all like kindergartners at heart. Like, you know, I've recognized that in even talking about finance, really, I just need to keep it at a most simple level. That's Mm -hmm. all that people want. Simple steps, simple information. Nobody wants. We live in a complicated world. Nobody needs more complicated information. So, you know, I've learned to really speak so that it it touches in easier, right? That it doesn't feel overwhelming or complicated because that turns people off. That's not getting my message where it needs to Mm -hmm. land. I need people to want to hear it. And if I make it way too complicated, they're just going to tune me out. Yeah. They tune me out anyway, maybe, but no. (laughs) Get back over here and listen to me. You're going to talk about some money. You're going to make it and love it and keep it and grow it. George. Absolutely. I mean, because money is terrifying for a lot of people enough. And so I I love that you said that, like that, just keep it, keep it simple because I mean, even for me, like I had to, and I'm still working through some like money issues. And so I love that all of those questions that you said and that you gave, and I'm going to go back and, and ask myself. Gonna journal. Too. Gonna yes, journal get that, exactly. Get that journal. And so it's true because, you know, and, and I had a question, like, did you guys talk about money when you grew up? And I think a lot of that comes because that people don't talk about money or, you know, it, like we said, it's kind of taboo or depending on how you did grow up, you know, it, it was always an issue. Like, you know, mm-hmm. either you had it or you didn't. And so either you talked about it or you didn't, or what, if you did talk about what was said about it. And so it's like all of these layers to these onions that we have to now peel back because, like you said, it's just like what is in our mind around this whole money thing. And so, you know, so did you guys talk about money when you, I, I can, I'm going to tell you what we talked about a little bit, but it's, I'm sure like, you know, so did you talk about money in your household when you were growing up? 
so what I remember, like the, the, the phrase that I remember is money doesn't grow on trees, right? When I say there was enough, that's how it always felt. I didn't not have enough to eat. I didn't not have clean, you know, nice clothes to wear to school, but there wasn't a lot of extras. Like eating out was a luxury. Vacations didn't happen. Um, that so when so it was it was hard fought money is how I remember it. But what I have sat with and recognizes that my mom was the person who did the finances in our home. You know, my dad didn't have a high school education and my mom did. Um, and so my mom was the person who actually was the breadwinner and who paid all the bills and kept the household running in that sense. So in hindsight, mm. it was actually modeled for me that the woman you know, ran the finances. And I think that is probably more unusual from my generation than not. Um, but, you know, I'm grateful that that's been my zone of genius. My husband has been gracious enough to let me um, sort of be in charge of the finances. And, you know, we have our conversations about them, but it's, it's where I exceed and excel. And I like to tell him I've been an excellent steward of our money. And, you know, our values line up. So it wasn't like we were, you know, looking at a big division of how he thought things should go or how I thought things should go. But we had those conversations early on. Um, so in my house, it was it was hard, hard to earn, hard to keep. There was always just enough, never extra. What about for you? Mm. Well, I'm finding out like we have so much more in common that we even uncovered. When That's why we're here. I, was, I know. I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, kind of the same thing, you know. Um, but it's so funny, Amy. Like, I didn't even know that we were like poor. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. Right. I didn't know that I was like. In, in in the poverty level, like I didn't know, and people may even though I grew up in the in the hood, as people say, but it was like my house was always cared for. Like, mm -hmm. you know, my mom and I was in a single family home, and my mom had hardly very little education. Mm -hmm. And it just amazed me. It's so funny. My mom was actually just here um a couple days ago, mama. and I was just asking her some questions about like how she even managed because my mom and, and, and it's funny, she called me back and she's like, why did you ask me that? Like, it's been on my mind. Like why? And I said, because I wanted to know, like, it's amazing what you were able to do. Like, yeah. and she's like, but none of your brothers or sisters ever asked me that. And I said, well, maybe they didn't want to know. I said, but I'm at a place, like when you said this awakening, like mm -hmm. that's where I am right now in this God has me on another spiritual awakening and journey um, in my life just because the things that have been happening around. And so as you were talking, I'm like, oh my goodness. And so, yeah, we never, we never had money conversations other than like you said, you know, money don't grow on trees. Like I don't have like, and I never even, I never even asked, like, I'm thinking about like the things that mm -hmm. like my kids asked for when they were growing up, like that wasn't even a thought, like what? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we didn't even, 
we didn't even bring it up. Like we didn't even ask, but we always had, like, I never went without, like you said, I was never hungry. I was never, you know, uh, didn't have anything like Christmas was very, very big for us because Mm -hmm. my mom like literally saved and like, we always got what we asked for at Christmas. And I know now looking back, like that was a real struggle for her, but it happened. You know what I mean? I don't know how in the world she did it. Because (laughs) they went without, I guarantee your mother went without. That's what I realized as an adult, how much my mom went without so that we didn't have to. Mm -hmm. And that gives me a whole nother appreciation for her and what she did. Um, because I can see that as an adult looking back, I couldn't see it at the time. I can remember thinking people were really rich when they had stairs in their house. Um, cause we just had like a small little, like one story house. And I was like, I grow up, I'm going to have a house with stairs. Wow. Now I'd give anything for a ranch, right? Like, do you know how many times I run up those steps? I'm like, huh, we didn't know, but yeah, it's funny what. I didn't think that, you know, we were so much less than, but I remember thinking, I'm going to get a house with stairs one day. I'm going to wow. make it. That's that. funny. <laughs> and I had, a, I had a house with stairs, but well, you know, I grew up in the city. So we always, everything, everything went up because there wasn't. <laughs> right. And everything went up. So for me, like if I would have saw your house, like a wide rent, I would have like, oh, wow. Like that's so, it's so amazing. Like the perspectives, like how you look at things and how you see things. And, so- and it's fun to have these conversations and realize mm-hmm. the different perspectives mm-hmm. and to like recognize that yours isn't the only way, the only thought process, the only like reality, everyone's got Mm -hmm. their own perceptions. And I think, again, when it goes back to community and having these conversations, it helps you to open your eyes to the differences of the world Mm -hmm. and to, you know, recognize, okay, in hindsight, you didn't have, you know, as much as you might've, you know, thought you wanted, but you recognize that it was enough. And that was okay. It served you and, and, and realize how much effort your mom made to make it feel like mm-hmm. a home, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate, like, I wouldn't change it for the world. Like it made me who I am today. And yes, even though I have to unpack some things and dig some things, but like, it makes you who you are. It makes us who we are and it helps us to become who we need to be. And so like, it's, yeah. it's just amazing. And I love what you said. And and it, I'm telling y'all, this just leads right into, because I wanted to talk about next, like, and you said that, you know, you are the, the person that handles the finances in your family and women, like we are naturally givers anyway. And mm. we want to just give all the time. And, 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 but sometimes it's to our detriment, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. when we get stuck, when it comes to finances, like even if we handle the finances in our homes and if we are the ones that are a genius at that, we sometimes still have a hard time when it comes to stepping out of that to go into what we need to do, like finance and our business or, you know, mm-hmm. finance something that we want to do, or even if it's just, buying something new, like we said, like our parents sacrificed so that we could have. And so how do we kind of like now, like be able to um, pour into ourselves and so that we can 
mm. take that same mindset because we've managed a lot. And I mean, like we're, we're on top of it. Like we're managing these kids, we're managing this money and making it work and like doing so many, like, oh my God, a woman is like just the best. I'm sorry. Yes. I, I love it. But how do we now, you know, come out of that though, and to be able to get into that genius of what you do to say, okay, like, the kids are gone. Like everything's gone. Like I've managed everything to the best of my ability. And now I need to step over into this other, this other thing and like do that same genius over into investing into this business or whatever it is that, that we want to do as women. So I think it is using your community, using your tribe, and I think it's also recognizing that we don't have to be the master of everything, mm. that we can reach out to people who are um, knowledgeable about something that we aren't. And mm. I also think I'm a lifelong learner. And nowadays we are so blessed. There's a YouTube video, there's a book, there's a masterclass, there's a podcast. I think it's being curious um, and recognizing the you know time and and value, so you can either hire someone that's going to fast track you in whatever area that you want to lean into and learn more about, or you can take your time and go through those resources of videos and books and classes. But I think it's recognizing that learning something new, leaning into something that brings you joy can lead you down a path that you maybe aren't even aware that is for you, but that God knows. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think everyone has a zone of genius. So many times I work with tons of small business owners. And what I realize is their zone of genius is what they do, whether that's tech related or a product or a service they don't actually know the steps to running a business and that's okay. So hire when you're ready for the people that help you move your business forward and our strategic moves and strategic money spent, but that you can start doing it all yourself, but start to lean into that community and start to lean into your resources and use those to your advantage. And I hope that's answering the question like mm -hmm. you meant it. I can mm -hmm. go in a different direction, but that was sort of what came to my heart right there with what yeah, you no. were saying. No, that's good. I mean, it, I think that, that that hits it right there because it is about the resources. And, mm -hmm. you know, as, as, as women, we do, we want to juggle everything. And so sometimes we cannot, you know, I always tell the story about like, I love, Wonder Woman, like she, I've loved Wonder Woman since I was a little kid and I've always loved Wonder Woman. And it took me a couple years ago to realize, you know, that I'm not Wonder Woman. Like I always thought that I was a Wonder Woman and I was like, and they finally hit me like, yes, I love Wonder Woman and I am a Wonder Woman, but I don't have all of the Wonder Woman power and I don't have to be like, I don't have to be this wonder woman at all things you know what i mean and i do have a superpower but it may be one it may be two and it may be three or four but just to acknowledge that like i am not wonder woman at all things and like it's okay 
And so that's why God created people like Amy. And that's why God created other people so that when I connect with Amy and the other people that are in their Wonder Woman power, you know what I mean? That, oh my God, like when we come together, we are just like fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> That makes me think um, where I want this conversation to then go is that women have a hard time asking, but more importantly, women have a hard time receiving. Mm. We do not want to receive help. It it makes us feel somehow less than. And I want to go so far, and and this has been, you know, in coming, you know, I'm convicted with this as well. Like even how we receive a compliment, say thank you. Don't diminish your value. Don't diminish the value of a compliment. Receive it. As women, we are beautiful gifts and we are meant to receive. And I have found that I have to work so hard to say yes to help. Even Mm. when it comes from, can I help you with your groceries? Or having someone open the door. Say yes and say thank you receive, allow yourself to start to receive. And it's such a wonderful gift for the person who is giving. You know, when you aren't feeling great and someone offers to bring you a meal, say yes and sit in gratitude for that. Mm. It's a beautiful gift for the person to be able to meet you in that time of need. That lifts them up and allows them to then be able to receive. It's all an energy flow. It's such a beautiful cycle. And when we say yes and thankful and sit in gratitude, then it opens that space. You know, I've said this before, and even when it comes to finances, when you live with your fist so tightly closed, right? When you are unwilling to give, you're also unwilling to receive because you can't Mm -hmm. receive with closed palms. You have to open your palms and give of your time and your talent and your treasure in order to be able to receive all the beautiful gifts that are meant to come back to you. And sitting in that space of gratitude, of being grateful that someone has seen you, seen a need, wanted to step, wanted to gift you with a kind word or an act, then you are able then to feel lifted and to lift others. It's just such a cycle of being able to receive and Mm -hmm. give. And I just want to get that out there because women so often have a hard time allowing people to be givers to them. They only want to give to everyone else. And at some point you can't pour from an empty bucket. We've all heard that. And Mm -hmm. so you need people to sort of fill you back up and then be in gratitude in that space. Yeah. That's where I am. God, a couple, um, we've been talking about that. Like, and I even did a live and I like, it's receiving season. Like that's Mm -hmm. what he told me, like, and it's receiving season. And that is something that is very new for me. And so, but I am enjoying it. I am, because I realized that I have sown a lot. Like my sister, like, she's like, girl, you have sown a lot. Like it's time for you to receive and be okay mm-hmm. with it. Like, and so it is, it's a new, like we talked about earlier, that's that new that new feeling, that new, I don't even want to say feelings because feelings change. That's that new experience Mm -hmm. of that challenge of being stretched, like that we have to be in this space of receiving. And I I always think about, you know, the scripture. And I think a lot of people 
forget, you know, it's when people say, well, it's better to, you know, to give than to receive, but we have to remember too, that just as you're giving the other person that's giving to you, like they're taking that scripture as well. And so you're blocking the blessing that God has for them that's giving to you. And so you have to give and other people have to give. And so you have to respect that. And so don't push away that given when people are giving to you because they're taking that scripture as well and utilizing it and using it because they want to give. And sometimes we block that and stop people from giving. And we're like, but well, we have to give, we have to give. But yeah, you also have to receive, you know. Well, I love that. I've never thought of it like that. That um that opens up a new thought process for me even. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Because it, I mean, we take, you know, we take things so literal sometimes, but we don't think about the other person. And so they're reading that as well. And like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to give too, but now you're blocking me. And how do you know you're shutting that down? Because God tells us to give certain things and, and, and he wants to see if we're obedient to that. Mm -hmm. And then when you tell this person, no, like, it's like, wait a minute, you know? And so we have to be like really open to that. And it's, 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 uh, it's a little challenging. Like it I'm, is, you think it would be so easy, right? <laughs> Give it all to me. It's not like that at all. You have to work really hard at receiving mm -hmm. way harder than I do to give. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting, you know, space. And I would yeah. imagine most women sit in that space and need to really work on that too. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, and not feel, you know, not feel bad about it. Like, you know, the, the, cause, and then we feel that guilt, like, oh my God, guilt is such a, woo, that's a whole nother podcast. Episode. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast episode, but it's so sure. important. Like, and just like, I love that you went there with that because it, like, it just, it opens up so many doors. Like, and I just really want people to, like, sit with that today. Like, it's receiving season. When he told me that, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, you know, and, and I mean, my sister friend, like, she's like, it's just, it's receiving season. Like, and ever since, like, we've been just talking about that order, like, and really sitting with that. And mm -hmm. it's amazing. Like, I just, a side note, I went out to, um, to, to lunch with some girlfriends maybe two Sundays ago or so. And my girlfriend, so the bill came and we're like, you know, everyone's pulling out there and my girlfriend's like, no, I'm paying. And typically I would have been like, no, no. And so, but my other girlfriend was like, um, no, you don't have to do that, honey. I sat right on back and said, thank you so very much. I said, it's receiving season. That's what I did. And I did not, <laughs> did. I put my wallet right back in my purse. I said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Yes. And you know what? And next time it's going to be her receiving season and that's okay too. Again, it's yes. all a cycle. It's an ebb and a flow. And sometimes yes. it's receiving season and sometimes it's giving season and that's okay mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yes. So I was I like, thank that. you. Yeah. I wasn't expecting. And then guess what? Like I said, it was a, that was a miracle. That's what I say. When these things as even though it was dinner or like, like that was a miracle for me that day, because a miracle is something that you were not expecting. Like we, we think about miracles have to be these big old things. No, like that day, that was my miracle. And I thank God for that miracle because guess and what? it's in alignment with the message that you'd received earlier. Like it's trying to, to let you know that that message needs to be honored, that that message is true and that you mm -hmm. need to receive 
And here's the opportunity to practice and be grateful for it. Be grateful. And I was, and I was like, thank you. I know you were. And so then we went after that, we went and got ice cream and guess what? So someone else paid for the ice cream. Like, I mean, like, so it just comes back. Like you just, you just it don't know. It really does come back. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I want to talk about something you said before too, before we kind of wind this down. I, I, I'm trying to remember because I had so many notes and it was just so good too. But you said something about secret sauce equals the mind and so tell me because I was trying to remember what we said and I wrote that down and I was like what does she mean by that because I know you said something about the secret sauce and so do you remember Mm. um well I don't know but here's what here's what comes to mind so we're gonna go with that that must that must be but I think um well secret sauce is always to me in gratitude and giving I, I really feel like when 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 I'm feeling um, sort of shut down or when I'm feeling in a space that doesn't feel in alignment, I have to start to give. I have to start to let go of the tight hold of control that I'm feeling. And mm-hmm. um, to me, the secret sauce is in gratitude and giving. But I think the other thing that that spoke to me about and whether this was what we were talking about or not, this is apparently what needs to be said, is that so many people think that wealth is about numbers, that it's about actual Mm. dollars and cents. And what I would like to explain is that really, if you're looking at, you know, a pie at a hundred percent, really like 20% of it is actual financial. 80% of it is emotional and decision-making. It's it's really not about the numbers, which I think is counterintuitive to most people, but my whole life's work is in, you know, finance and, and money. And I can have people who make 50000 and never a dollar more for the rest of their life have way more money accumulated than those that are making multiple six figures. And it comes down to their emotional value of money and the decision making. And so what I would like to encourage people to realize that it's simple to become wealthy. It's just not easy. It's simple. We all know how to do it. Spend less than we make and save, right? And 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 be careful with our risks. Take an Uber instead of, you know, drinking and driving. But people think it's this complicated equation and it's not. It's about sort of putting your blinders on, not worrying about what the Joneses are doing because here's a secret. The Joneses are in debt, okay? The Joneses, everything looks really good because they are in debt. So don't worry about what the Joneses are doing. Focus on what you are doing and what is in alignment with you and your family and your home. And it's recognizing that there's choices that feel wealthy now, like that fancy new car or the vacation that really isn't in your lifestyle budget. And there's choices that are wealthy later, which is, you know, maybe you buy a used car or just drive a Honda instead of the fancy model, or maybe your vacation is going to stay with a friend and still getting to enjoy the beauty of a beach or, you know, a new area, but it's making choices that keep you in joy, but also within your means. Because here's another pro tip. If you can't pay your credit cards off at the end of the month, you're spending too much, right? You're living beyond your means. And I don't want to tell people to cut back. The mindset that I'd like people to get into is how can I make 20% more working 20% less even, right? Like that would be most exciting. So I'm not, I'm not advocating like a crash diet, 
But what I am advocating is living is living in alignment and within your means and finding joy in that space. And when I say mm. put your blinders on, it's just stop comparing yourself to everyone else. Stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and find your joy. Find what brings you happiness and live in that space and stop feeling like it's a competition or that you need to keep up. And I know that sounds silly, but I see it often how people are always looking around instead of looking within. Mm. Look within. Look within and find out what is really important to you. For my husband and I, we we've lived in the same house for 22 years. We drive moderately reasonable cars, but we love an experience. We love an adventure. So I'd rather put my money towards doing something multiple times a year, doesn't have to be extravagant than feeling like I'm, you know, driving to work or the grocery store in a fancy car. That's us. But if you're the person that a car is so important to you and you're fine, literally driving to the beach once a year, then great. Put your money there, but find what is an alignment for you and what brings you joy and stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. And I think people get so caught up on a budget being so restrictive. We'll call it a spending plan and put things, put line items in there for the things that bring you joy. Just don't forget about saving. You always have to pay yourself first. But if you love to get your nails done or you love to go out every Friday night, put that in your spending plan. Don't stop living your life. Put things in there that bring you joy and cut things out that don't matter. You know, if you really don't watch TV, then don't pay for cable. If you don't give, you know, uh, if you don't go to the gym, don't pay for the gym. But, you know, start to look at where your spending makes sense and give yourself permission to spend where it does make sense and fit into your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Secret sauce. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> that was good. Secret sauce. Thank that you. Start okay. streamlining those things that don't really matter. Like you're just doing it because, like you said, just because. Like just because, because everyone else is doing it. So, mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's my. You know, that is certainly a, a good a good piece of my message is to find out what makes you tick. Find out what works for you, not everyone else. We spend so much time viewing everyone else's life on social media on TV that we almost can't think for ourselves about mm. what's important to us. And when you start to get quiet and journal and spend a little time in nature and really quiet out that excess noise, you can start to find in those quiet corners, what does matter to you. And most of the time people can't sit still long enough to get there. And Ooh. I would challenge everyone. I would challenge everyone to just start small five minutes. Start five minutes of quiet, of peace. You know, when you're going for that walk, just don't put your earbuds in for five minutes and just look around, smell, you know, the grass, look at the trees, feel the wind blow. Just start small. You don't have to like go into like full yoga poses and hour long meditation. <laughs> you know, like everyone gets, and I'm I'm guilty of this too, like perfectionism. Like if I'm not doing, you know, like downward dog and you know drinking lemon water, thing, but obviously I have failed. It's not like that, you know. Just start small. Get you a cheap notebook from TJ Maxx. I love them. They say things on them that are inspirational, you know. 
people get so in their head and that's me. I, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here. Like I, I'm speaking to myself, like I have to simplify everything because I can make it so complicated in my head and it just doesn't need to be there. It just doesn't. Yeah. Life good. is simple. It is. I love it. That, that, yeah, that's the whole word right there. That was funny. It's just like downward dog drinking limit. Like, I mean, come on, like really. You know, we're all thinking we should be doing it. And we're not. <laughs> so we are failing. <laughs> you put your feet on the grass. <laughs> in it. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. I love it. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been, I've been truly with nature. Like it's so many things that has happened. Like that God has been sending me so many animals and signs and like mm. just amazing. Like we do, we have to. My my girlfriend just started calling me Mary Poppins. Like she's like, okay, with all the animal thing. Like it's been so much that has like it's just been amazing. But it's so true. Like sit your phone down and just go outside and just walk. And just listen, like I'm a big proponent of that. Just sitting still, and I do not watch TV hardly. I mean hardly ever I do watch it every once in a while because I mean but I like if trust me if my husband my husband loves tv and so I could go without a tv in my house like me for too. real mm-hmm. for real like I yeah. could go without tv I mean and but so- listen sometimes we love a good show that's okay too we're not saying tv is bad find no. your space you know maybe that's your unwind time great but don't forget to have your quiet don't forget to, yes, that's what I mean. Like, of course, I watch, I mean, I this mm-hmm. is us. Oh my God, like one of the best shows ever. And so I do Come watch on. it. I drag that out. Just tell me. Just tell me. I'm this for 18 episodes. I'm out. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I just love it because I guess too, because I'm an author, but anything that can make me like go through every emotion mm-hmm. in one, ep- like that is what I look at because like I cry, I laugh, I'm mad. I'm like, like, it's just everything. And so I'm like, oh my God, like that's so genius that you can. That's me that. in the British baking show. I feel all the emotions when I watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, I love this one. <laughs> she yeah. said the British package. I know, yes. Love I, it. Do, I it do watch a, yes, I do watch a lot of cooking channels and me like, too. That brings me joy and, and it like calms me down. Yeah. Yes. And it gets your creative juices going because I love to cook too. So that is like one of my mm-hmm. things that I, love I don't to love cook. to cook. I like to watch people cook. <laughs> Truth, mom. I like to- I just like to watch people. I will come over. You will serve me a meal. I will I will receive it in gratitude. Yes, I would. I would definitely do it. I love it. Like I I love and you know what? It's funny. Like that's kind of where I am. Like I'm really um I'm just looking at like like sitting still. Like what is it? Like you said, all of the things that I love to do, like and how can I incorporate all of those things? Because we that's what just what we need to do and life is short and so like cooking and like all of those things like how can we incorporate the things that we love to do and just like do it to the best of our ability so you know what i think when i meet new people like especially people that i've met like had the you know blessing of meeting on the internet because i love travel and adventure i'm like okay well listen i have a place to stay 
um, when I, it, it's Maryland, right? Isn't that where you are? Yes, I am. And I'm like, listen, if I ever go to Maryland, I will just go to Georgia's. She will have yes. a meal for me. I could probably sleep there. Like, that's honestly what I think when I make new Absolutely. friends. Like, where are they? Okay, good. Well, I can go visit them there. Like, I, and I'm like the type that will show up, you know? No, like, that's yes. what, see, that's why we, I know. And I told her, like, Amy's in Atlanta. I'm like, girl, I'm in Atlanta all the time. Come like, I me. love traveling. Yes. yes. I was actually just in Atlanta not too long, a couple months ago. And I'm the same way. Like, traveling is my thing. Mm. And so I know I'm going to see, like, matter of fact, like, here soon, I probably will be back in Atlanta. So I know and we'll be breaking coming. bread together for sure. Yes, indeed, we will. Yes, indeed, we will. So, <laughs> so, okay, just a couple more things before we go. I always ask my guests this question. Oh, all right. So I just want to know <laughs> she's over there shaking like, what does prayer mean to you and how has it changed your life? Prayer to me is tapping in to a source outside of myself. It's mm. allowing myself to quiet, to ask and to receive simultaneously and to know that I'm not alone and that no matter what my outside world looks like, there's always someone on my inside world mm. for my highest good. Um, and I feel like, and I, I, I hope everyone feels this way, right? And it, it's evolved over time, but I feel like God's got me, right? God's got my back and none of my needs are too small. Um, I just actually read a book. You'd probably like it. It was recommended by a friend. It's called Hiring the Heavens, right? And it's like, Ooh. and it's it's a small little simple book, but it's about calling in your spiritual team, right? Like, and expecting that they're there waiting to be asked. And that's kind of how I feel about, you know, God and the angels in the heavens. Like, they're just waiting for you to ask for what you need. Mm. And nothing is too small, and stop feeling like if you're not asked, you you don't ask because someone else needs, you know, no, it's not, it's, it's not like that. It's not how the equation works. So I, I feel like I, I ask and expect to receive, um, and have been blessed daily in my life in that sense, that there's always someone there who has my back. Mm. That's good. Yes. I would say your back, your front, your side, your middle. Not all of it. Hold me. <laughs> Hold me, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I you you don't know how much like I just really needed this today. And it was awesome. I had a, a fabulous time. I love it. I can't wait to like hug your neck and, and see you Same, and girl. in person. So, all right. And so this is the funny part, the last question. And I always, this is so funny when I tell people, so I always do some Bible trivia. Like, oh, I always, okay. Here comes my Southern Baptist upbringing. <laughs> adequate already. But I do this because 
number one, making people come out of their comfort zone and they're not expecting it. They're like, what? Bible Trivia? Oh, okay. Interviews over. Like, I no, can't no, hear well. <laughs> Like, right. I can't hear you anymore. What's going on? Like, my connection is bad. No, I'm like, no. But I just like it. And I love to see people's face when I do it. But it's a teaching moment for you as well as me. And so, and then... Most important, when you hear this question again, you'll think about me. And so I love it. And you, yes, and you'll know the answer. So, but you okay. you already know the answer. So, all right, it's, a, it's an easy question. Okay. Since you are a numbers person, of course, I had to do something with numbers. And so mm -hmm. the question is how, and it's multiple choice, and it's only one question. So how many books are in the Bible? A, 56 B, 66, or C, 76. How many books are in the Bible? 56, 66, or 76? B, 66. Yay! Yes! That, oh, look, and she did that without any hesitation. You better get it. Yes, 66. Let's go. One more. No. <laughs> oh, really? You're the first person to say that. Look, I know everyone's like, Ooh, when they get it right, they're like, what's the, oh my God, the next one. I'm like, no, it's only one. It's only one. Okay, so good. Like, yes. I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that was my Sunday school days coming back. That was, that was the Sunday school days mm -hmm. coming back. That's awesome. Yes. Well, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Before you go, I always, um, please, please, please let people know how they can connect, how they can support, how they can follow you how all of those things give whatever you want to give because it's all about helping each other, building each other. And so please tell them how they can do that, how they can connect with you, support you, find you. Like she's awesome. I love her so much. And then the last thing is like any final words of encouragement that you want to leave or any calls or actions that you want to leave for people, whatever your lasting words that you want to say. But first, let's tell people how they can find you and all of that good stuff. Yes. So I um, I try and limit my social media, but I am on there and I do check. So on Instagram, I'm at Amy W. Getz, G-E-T-Z, Finance. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Amy Getz. And... I will give my email out. It's Amy, A-M-Y at I-R-C wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. And what I would like to say is if you're hearing this and you have questions, then receive my gift of being able to have a conversation with you. It doesn't cost anything. Sometimes you just need a word of encouragement or a little bit of a direction. I'm here for that. I'm not so busy. And so, um, narrow in my thinking that I don't have time to help people with in service, right? Like that's how I like to, how can I serve someone? And so if you have questions and you don't feel like you have anyone who can answer them, and a lot of times you don't want to ask someone close to you when it comes to the finance questions. Okay. I can't help you with your relationship, um, <laughs> but we'll just talk money. Um, yes. So reach out. Ask, DM me, send me an email, you know, we can hop on a 20 minute call or zoom and connect and, and it's fine. Like, I think people think, oh, I'm not good enough or I don't mm. have enough or I'm not worthy enough. Like, if you have a question, just ask, like, I'm pretty nice, I think. So, you know, reach out. <laughs> <laughs> when I think, um, parting thoughts are get out of your own head, get out of your own way and recognize your worth. And I want you to know it literally, know your numbers, 
start to spend some time recognizing what comes in, what goes out, what's the difference, where can you make adjustments. But I also want you to know your worth figuratively. I want you to sit in the space of recognizing you're a gift of God, you're a child of God, and you deserve as much as anyone else in this world. And that stop limiting yourself and thinking that you want just enough. False. You want plenty because then you can share. Mm. Poor profit is an okay thing because money is is um, energy. And if you're a good person with no money, you're going to be equally a great person with it. I think people think money's going to change who they are. You are inherently who you are. Stop mm. thinking that it's going to change you. If you're a good person, you're just going to do great things. If you're a crappy person, money isn't going to make you suddenly great. You know, you've got to work on that yourself. So my, my, my thought is own your worth, know your worth, step into your power, start to speak it and then start to believe it and know that everyone deserves wealth. Everyone deserves wealth. There's no one that deserves it more than you or me. And women, let's talk about money. Wealthy women change the world. Let's go. Let's get it done. All right. That's what I have to say. I love it. There you go. <clears throat> I could have dropped the mic from the very first uh, <laughs> thing she said, but, you know, it just got better and better. Like, I mean, it's amazing. So, yeah, step into your power. It's so funny because uh, two years ago today, even though I know this will air at a later time, but I just want to share that because when you said that and you said it more than once and I'm like, wow. But two years ago to this very day, I won an award and the theme was step into your power. Wow. There's no synchronicities, right? It's all meant to be. So that's obviously a powerful message that needs to be said today. Yeah. And it was a reminder for me because it popped up and I saw it today and I was like, wow. And just to share, even, I mean, like if you go to my <clears throat> page um, today while we're talking, of course, this will air later, but um, I said that, like, that was one of the best nights, like, and Amy, to tell you the truth, like, I didn't even tell anyone about the award, like, I wasn't thinking that I was going to win, like, someone nominated me for this award, and I just went like my husband, of course, and it was so crazy because my husband usually works during the day, but that day he had to work in the evening. So he couldn't go. The person who nominated me was like sick that day. So she couldn't go. And I didn't tell anyone else. And like, I just went because I was like, okay, like I was nominated, but I was not thinking that I was going to win. And I literally won. And I was just like, and the whole theme was step into, step your, into power. power. And then you're like, yeah, I probably need to embrace this message. So, we all do. I say yes. it so much because I have to remind myself That's too. Not, right? is that? <laughs> That's exactly. what we do. Speak it, believe it, and it will exist. Like it's all a friendly reminder, not just to you, but to me. Right. So absolutely. So thank you for that. And I'm glad like this was so like I needed that energy and that reminder today and like how important and how awesome and amazing that it came up again today, like step into your power. And I love so, that. That makes me, my heart smile. Thank you. Yeah. So when I'm done, I'm about to go get my journal and sit down and, and I'm going to listen back to those questions you asked because like, it's so, it's so true. It's so real. And so, yes. All right, Bye. fine. I'll journal too when I'm done. I need to get into that. Okay. <laughs>
Yes. Well, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for sitting down with me for this episode of Praying and Preaking. I pray that you guys got some. I mean, it was so many gems and nuggets that were said. Go back, listen again, take some notes because (laughs) it was amazing. And I know that Amy and I will cross some paths somewhere down the line. I don't know what he has in store for us, but I'm open and I'm ready. Hello, I got my hands open. I'm ready to receive. and Ready to receive, my friends. Thank you so much for this opportunity and for being willing to, you know, let me be on your show and share me with your audience. I am super grateful and um, I'm looking forward to connecting with anyone else. And of course, what's to be in our future, I'm excited for. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, y'all. Y'all know what I always say. Deuces. And I will see you guys on the next episode of Praying and Preaking. I'm out. Oh, she hit the deuces too. All right, guys. Prayers up, yeah, prayers up. Blessings from the Lord, put your prayers up. Prayers up, yeah, prayers up.